Hello and welcome back to Everything Starts With You with your host, me, Tia. And I really hope you guys had an amazing Christmas and that you had a good start to the calendar new year. And I say calendar new new year, oh, couldn't get my words out there, because if any of you listen to this regularly, you will know that I don't start my proper new year in terms of setting goals, manifestations, looking at vision boards and align what pieces of aligned action that I need to take to propel myself forward on my manifestation journey until March. It doesn't suit me. I'm into cyclical living. I like living with the seasons and um, it just energetically, I'm not up with the new year, new me, January vibe, but I do get that it marks the start of a calendar new year so happy new year to all of you and happy new year to all of you that do set goals and manifestations and are doing that work now I hope that it's going really well for you and I hope that it's fruitful and um, just yeah welcome back everybody hey and I hope that you had you know fantastic time and all that gubbins mcgubbinses anywho what I thought I'd do is I would do a review of the lessons that I learned in 2023. And I think I'm doing that because I'm at that piece of work for myself at the moment. I'm under review. I'm under review, guys. I'm under review. And I'm looking at the things that have blocked manifestations coming in over this year that should have been simple ones. You know, we have our bigger manifestations that do take time and there's stuff going on in the background and the universe is orchestrating things for us to be in exactly the right time and exactly the right place and sometimes it's trying to deliver us something better so there are those bigger things that we're working on that will take more time to come through you know in the space time continuum there are certain things that take a little bit more time and there are other things that come through with far more flow and ease, you know, so I appreciate that too. But I am currently looking at the blocks that have stopped those those manifestations that I feel that should have come to me quite quickly, why they haven't come, so what's standing in that way, like what are the blocks? And then I'm looking at things like I did my spiritual will review which I did post up on a, in a live on my Instagram, but I might just take a cheeky little picture and put it up there for you so you guys know what I'm talking about. And it's like 10 segments of a will that cover all the areas of your life, like the buckets of your life that should be full. And then you shade in from 0 to 10 where you are in those areas of your life. And those that you are like an 8 or a 9 in and already excelling in, I would say that's like you know, excelling. I don't believe that anyone's ever at 10. Mastery. Uh, I've said this before in previous pods. uh, I can't even reference which pod it was, but I'm not sure we ever really master something. I think we're always learning and growing and continuing to evolve. I think we can be really well versed and have lots of knowledge in a subject, but I always kind of believe that I kind of think that I should never be at 10 in any area. There's always like a little something extra a little bit more zhuzh that I can get out of that area of my life if, if I wanted to so for me an eight or a nine kind of really signifies that I'm like rocking in those areas and there are other areas on that wheel of mine that are maybe a three or a four or a four or a five you know the lower little lower digits but I think okay these are the areas that I need to look at in terms of what blocks are there, what sabotaging behaviours are there around this area, what negative self-talk is there. So I'm really doing that introspective shadow work at the moment to try and unblock stuff. So when I'm ready in March, I have cleared a lot of space for the manifestations that I want to bring in, that there's enough energy, there's enough space for the energy that they will take or the the voids that I've created where that energy will sink into, there's enough space there for me to be able to absorb that new frequency, vibrate at that new frequency consistently and um, expand. So that's kind of the plan. That's where I am right now. As I said, I'm under review. So because I'm doing that, part of that work for me is like, okay, what have I learned across 2023 like what are the lessons that I've learned across 2023 and I thought well I'm going to share this with you guys because I want to 
yes, you listen to this pod and hopefully like some of it you integrate into your life. But this is one area for me that I think is key for us being successful as humans, cyclical living, like living seasonally and in the cycles that we are meant to live in. And if you look at Mother Nature at the moment, how the trees have responded, how flowers have retreated, how shrubs have shed all their leaves, um, you know, like even the grass doesn't really need to be cut from November to fucking March because it doesn't really grow. Uh, Mother Nature has slowed everything right down or stripped it bare. And the reason for that is because during this season trees shrubs flowers that at the moment are currently bulbs you know if you get those sorts of flowers hardies i think they're called that pop up every year they're in a a space of hibernation at the moment only really maintaining critical functions that will keep them alive over the harsh winter ready for them to blossom and bloom again in the spring when they can look pretty and fruitful and we see the green leaves that obviously add to the tree's life otherwise they wouldn't be there add to the tree's life in that season at that time but they're not a necessity for all year round for that tree to be able to survive or flower you know it's hibernating underground because the frost would kill it therefore it would kill the bulb so during the winter that flower retreats and the bulb of the flower sits underneath the ground you know soaking up all the nutrients like getting itself ready getting the bulb bigger and whatever else it can blossom again in spring you get what i'm saying so if this is one journey that that this pod can take you on, I really hope that embracing cyclical living and seasonal living, that is something that you can embrace because um, I have noticed a real difference in how I respond to things and the pressure I put on myself when I look at what's going on seasonally. You know, at the moment, I don't feel like going out loads. I'm not going to lie, I really don't. It's freezing fucking cold in the mornings. It's cold at night. It's dark. I feel like being in. I want to have cosy nights in, sit underneath a nice blanket, watch TV, or do some journaling, or meditation, or early nights to bed, because that's seasonally how I feel. Now, normally, previously, not normally, previously i'd have given myself a really hard time for that like if i knew that girlfriends were going out and really it was a hell no but because everybody was going out a little bit of fomo but also feeling the pressure of thinking that i should be doing that like i should energetically have the energy to go out and do that and there's something wrong with me if i don't now i'm kind of like do you know what i'm knackered energetically i don't feel like it it's cold outside i don't want to so it's now i'm more i feel more empowered because i understand how my body feels in the current season but actually energetically no that that's not going to serve me at the moment so i'm really sorry have a really nice night out but i ain't coming I ain't coming. Um, and the way that I feel about myself and feel that I can allow and be compassionate to myself, towards myself, to make those choices based on how I feel seasonally, I just feel less guilt. It's like, okay, well, look, the rest of the world, in terms of Mother Nature, is hibernating. It's quite out there, peeps. There ain't nothing sprouting just yet. So why are you asking me to jump about like a jack-in-a-box and come out and do a million things on a cold winter's night when we should all be at home looking after ourselves? It makes me feel less pressurised. It makes me feel like I've got permission to be able to say to me, it's cool that you feel like that. And it's cool that you can take the time and chill. That's kind of the season that we're in. So I went off on a right tangent there. I think I went so far off on a tangent that I can't even remember what the first point was because I laboured it didn't I just went down a little rabbit hole took us all down a little rabbit hole I think what I'm saying is is that when we live in the seasons that we energetically feel better and I hope that's a journey and something that I can persuade you to adopt for your own personal lifestyle because for me it's much better anywho any, any, any who. So that is one of the lessons I'd say that I'd learned this year, that cyclical living really works well for your body. It works well for your mental health. 
it works well for how you how you feel about yourself, understanding your motivation levels, understanding why you might not do something. It really ties into intentional living and one of my lessons, lessons, one of my lessons, one of my lessons this year was all around intentional living and the fact that it's something that I really want to carry on doing. You know, I will only go to things that are real hell yes moments. I don't really want to um, commit to things that feel cumbersome or feel onerous or energetically I feel shit at the thought of seeing certain people or having to put myself under pressure to lose loads of weight for an event because I'm worried what everyone might think about me not that I might still choose to do that because I want to feel better for myself I want to feel confident in myself but not doing it from a place where it's coming from comparison because I'm worried what others will think I'm doing it so I can think hell yeah I feel want to feel good about myself I want to walk in um with confidence not comparing myself to anybody else in the room. And I think that's real confidence when you can walk into a room and not compare yourself to others and feel comfortable and happy as you are. I think that for me speaks volumes in terms of confidence. So, you know, living intentionally has become key to me this year. And I think cyclical or living within season, seasonal living ties into that massively so you can understand the energetic pulls and pushes and your mindset behind each season that we are in. Um, And as I said, you know, intentional living is about not just saying yes to occasions or events but it's about how many clothes I buy like you know I've started to create a capsule wardrobe this year wow guys that is an expensive exercise man having a capsule wardrobe although you have less pieces it encourages you to have more expensive key less but key items that you can build so like you get a pair of trousers it's the rule of three you have to be able to match three different things with it so like top shoes and then a different set of shoes and another jumper maybe in a different type of jacket another going out top with again a different pair of shoes um so that one pair of trousers gets you like three to four different outfits but because the base you know the base key piece is more pricey you do end up spending quite a bit more money. So I think it's going to take me a time. It's going to take me time to build this capsule wardrobe. But I really, buying into that about intentionally buying for my wardrobe has really made me purchase differently. I'd say probably over the last two months, it's taken a while for me to get this into my head, like especially around clothes, because I always kind of had the the attitude that, more is more rather than less is more like more is more like I can't be seen in the same thing you know to the same thing a couple of times or oh my god they saw me in that the last time we went out like I've kind of wrapped my head around that way of thinking that like you have to have excessive amounts for it to be I don't know for you to feel abundant I think that was it had to have excessive amounts of clothes for me to feel abundant and wealthy in that area when actually that's not how it works at all and it's taken me quite a while to get my head around that so intentional living not just like as I said for going out and who you're doing things with but your clothes where you're spending your money like intentionally spending your money and I'm not talking about being tight or or being frugal I'm talking about not you know those mindless purchases that we have whether it comes to face cream whether it comes to a coffee whether whatever it is but just really 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 thinking about my energetic flow of cash like where is it going like, there were some things like I went into my wardrobe and I was like not only have I got one of those that I'm never going to wear again I've got like them in different colors or I've bought something of poor quality in like several different colors because I liked it but it didn't last for long enough like this is so silly but I buy my my vest tops from mint velvet I used to buy them from Marks and Spencers but they don't hold their shape they don't hold their color they you know they're they're good value for money actually because they last a while but they're just not great whereas the ones from mint velvet they fit nicely, they smooth everything over, they hold their colour, they hold their shape, you can wash them, God knows countless amounts of time I've washed that white one, and it doesn't bubble, so it's like, okay, rather than buy six, all of different colours in the Marks and Spencer's basic tank 
V neck V tank. Blah. Oh my god, start again, love, and put your teeth back in. Tank vest tops for summer that I will wear with the cardigans and move them into autumn, too cold for winter, and bring them out again in spring. Um, rather than buy six, because they're Marks and Spencer's basics, they're all right quality, they're quite good value for money, they're going to last me a while. When I'm only actually going to wear two colours, black and white, and get four from Mint Velvet that are going to last me, like, I reckon these will last me. Well, I've already worn them one, one I've already worn them for one whole year, and definitely they're not going to need upgrading until maybe 2025. Once I depreciate those vest tops, I've had a lot of wear out of them. They're good quality. They're going to look good for that amount of time. Because you know sometimes you get the vest top out and you put it on. You're like, oh, it looks like shit now. <sighs> Take it off, I'll fold it up and I'll put it away. Well, no. I'm going to have vest tops that aren't going to lose their shape. And they're going to look great. So, I did say it wasn't just about clothes. You know, buying clothes. And where we spend our energy. This intentional living thing. But, you know, even down to the food that I'm eating down to my fasting techniques, down to how I feel if I want to exercise, like, and what type of exercise that, that I want it to be, how much time I'm spending on the phone, on the, on, oh my god, I'm finding this really difficult to speak, so what is wrong with me, on the phone, or watching television, or what type of series, this is a really big one for me, I've been really intentional about the series now, that I'm starting to watch, post Gilmore Girls there was five seasons of that I was delighted when I found it I'm a serial binge watcher I can't leave something I have to watch it and I have to watch it quickly and I need to get to the end well I wasted about eight weeks I think I did a pod on this as well like and I was definitely talking about it a lot on TikTok I literally lost eight weeks of my life upstairs in my bedroom not journaling working on self or developing new skills watching the Gilmore Girls every night for about eight weeks until the season was done so now when I look at season when I look at series I'm like how many seasons has it got how many episodes is in a season and then I'm really intentional about what time of night I'm allowed to watch it from and how many I'm allowed to watch in one night and I've built in breaks in between them so I don't get that dopamine. I have to have this rush and watch this because it's like a fucking drug. Yep, crazy. But that is how far I've taken intentional living for me this year. And it is, it's just changed the way I think, the way I, as I said, the way I purchase things, the way I spend money, the way I watch TV. And I'm not saying it's like that all the time, you know, old habits die hard. And I'm going to speak about that when it comes to procrastination. Um, but yeah, so intentional living for me was a goodie, guys. It was a real goodie. Listening to my body, again, part of intentional living, I suppose, really, but listening to the body or it's going to take over for you. So there was a period of time in the summer where I really pushed my through a really late uh really I felt tired I felt empathetic I was low on energy and I carried on pushing I think it was like end of June time and maybe it might have been yeah end of June time we'd had a really busy time and I just energetically kept pushing myself and pushing myself and pushing myself although my body was telling me that it was quite tired and I needed early nights and that I needed to rest I just wasn't up for listening to it you know just sometimes we're like oh we'll pass maybe I need to be 12 maybe I'm low in vitamin maybe you're just tired dude and you just need to rest how about that how about you listen to me because when you don't listen your body takes over so what happened beginning mid to june i end up with covid haven't had covid ever the whole time this world has been under siege of covid i've never had it and we've had periods in the house where all three of the boys have had it and i still haven't coped still haven't picked it up oh my god i can't tell you how unwell i was i don't even want to speak about it because i just do not want to bring that into my energetic space if I start bringing that into my my quantum field <laughs> I'm gonna speak about that too I will bring that fuckery back into my life and it ain't happening but let me just put it to you this way because I didn't listen to my body when it was telling me it was tired my body made me ill and I find that with my body a lot anyway like if I'm really tired or I'm run down or stressed particularly and I don't listen to what my body needs 
in the response that it needs for me to be able to cope with the tiredness or the stress, you know, whatever it may be, the exhaustion, um, the stomach aches, like maybe don't eat that food. You know, if, if, if I don't respond to it, my body will take over and make me unwell. Situations that I don't like, you know, when I was going to work at Whitefield, oh God, I've just named it. Oh, well, I've named it now and I'm not starting to re-record this. When I was working at the school um, and I was coming to the end of working in education, my body was telling me, I was regularly getting ill and I was still pushing myself going into work. I wasn't sleeping, so it was coming out in my sleep. It was my eating patterns had completely changed. Um, so there were so many in, indicators that I ignored that in the end everything took over and it just rendered me to stop. And that this this year I learned in 2023 that if I don't listen to my body, it will physically stop me in my tracks somehow. It will just stop me from bring, present me a migraine, whatever. It's going to take me down if I don't listen to it. So um, you can bet your bottom dollar for 2024. I will be, well, I have been anyway, but I will be listening to my body more. Good gut health is key. So in 2023, I started on seed probio pro and prebiotics they are amazing they have come from america so my first shipping was like when is it gonna get here but once you get into the subscription flow of it they it comes quickly and it comes before you run out of your previous lot if you know what i mean um and since i've been taking it my gut health has been transformed i go more regularly sorry for anyone out there that's like thank thanks for that putting that in our thought process thanks for just giving me that image but I go more regularly. Um, my stomach, this is going to sound so weird, but my stomach doesn't feel like it's there. Like, I think I had such low-level stomach discomfort probably daily that I had, my, my my pain threshold is quite high. So I think I just learned to ignore it, like I drummed it out. Um, but I didn't realise until I started taking this how much my stomach was always in a bit of a mm, not not happy mood. I feel like energy levels are completely different. I think my hair is actually looking a lot more healthy. I've got a few skin issues at the moment, but I think that's down to stress. So I'm going to go and see the doctor about that. It's either stress or sorry, guys, for you men that listen to this, or it's perimenopause, one or t'other, like hormone changes, fuckers. But in general, my skin does look better. There's more of a glow about it. Um, my stomach is less bloated. I think I'm more clear of thinking, although I'm not tonight. It's late. We've been at a spa for the last two days. So my brain is completely disengaged and switched off. And it's so weird that I would do this now, but I was just compelled to. And I kind of want to listen to those things more. Like sometimes there are times where I'm like, get out the pod, do the pod. And I think, oh no, don't. It's going to detract from family time. I think they're the ones, they're the nuggets. They're the ones that I like need to do. Like if I feel an urge to do it, I need to kind of do it straight away. And that's what I felt with tonight. As I was like driving back from my sister's having my nails done. I was like that. I want to share my review with these guys, like the lessons I've learned. And I was like, no, you're going to get in and you're going to do it. Because there's going to be value in this one, peeps. I think it's guided. It's from source. Anywho, um, so gut health for me has been a game changer in lots of different areas. So good gut health, a good pre and probiotic, but not just that, like understanding gut health and understanding that the vagus nerve, which is your stomach to brain network, is the communication network between your stomach and your brain, and it sits as the third prong as your central nervous system. Understanding what that does and what's created in the gut, like dopamine and serotonin, um, understanding all all of that, even if you don't pick up a good pre and probiotic, um, will help your he mental health. And will help with your digestion moving forward. So really understanding gut health is key. And it's far more than just weight gaining and anything else. And actually I did do a pod on it. But I actually think I decided to get a bit technical about it. It was kind of like in the beginning when I was delving into it. And now I understand it more. I think I can um, 
I'm not saying that anyone here is stupid or anything like that, but I just think when we use so many technical terms, people turn off and they just don't want to listen to it. They're like, all right, you're telling me all these big words that I've got to go and look up what they mean or link up, especially when it's like anatomy and physiology and what's going on internally. Like, we're not doctors. We don't often, like, unless you've done a doctorate, which I'm sure some of you have. And if you have, wow, I'm proud that you're listening to me. <laughs> but, you know, unless you're a physician or you're a, or you're a doctor or a surgeon or someone that really understands nutrition or, um, you know, that, that realm of things, you know what I'm saying, those sorts of peeps. Unless you're one of those, when people start using really technical terms, we don't know it all. And then I think we, f- we switch off, to be fair. So... I am going to reference the pod in the show notes, but I am going to revisit that because I'd like to like put it in a bit more like local colloquialism, you know, something that we all can get down with and understand and on the same page. Um, But good gut health, basically, guys, is freaking key. And I will really be making sure that that stays as a list of priorities moving forward. Um, practices change and we don't need them all the time and for me this was more about my spiritual practices and my rituals that's a huge lesson that I learned in 2027 and we don't need to do them a 2027 that's because I'm looking at my notes to make sure that I mention everything that I've learned I could have just carried on as well writing this list it was endless um so I've only chosen the the goodies well all the ones that I think will help um so practices can change and they don't we don't need to be doing them 24 7 for them to support us and I learned this really I've learned this at several stages of the year firstly through illness where I was like I had pneumonia at the beginning of the year I really couldn't do any of my spiritual practices now bearing in mind I've been on this journey for um just over two years now well actually i'd say two years really properly in january well no we're in january aren't we so it's two years i'd say so last year in in january when i got pneumonia midway through jan i had been doing my spiritual practices for just about a year religiously and when i fell unwell i couldn't do anything i was too unwell to and when i got back to them which was very gradual because the recovery from that is quite a long recovery you're fatigued for quite a long time I won't bore you with the 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 unnecessary details but you get what I'm saying that's quite a long recovery um so spiritual practice weren't high but yeah mentally although I did take a dip in January I think because I've been in bed for quite a while but actually that dip wasn't as low as what it had been previously that actually in January mentally I was okay um you know how I felt inside although I physically felt unwell I wasn't like on the floor and I think the reason I wasn't on the floor is because the practices that I'd done consistently over the year supported me not having a rock bottom if you see what I mean and then when I became unwell in July um with covid okay well that was a fucker but that was because I didn't listen to my body and I think I had the realization then in the July of this that because I didn't listen to how I'd been feeling weeks before I've inherently made myself unwell and then through that although I couldn't keep up with normal practices it was like okay well you need to sleep now okay well we're gonna sleep this is really when intentional living kicked in for me which I really think forms part of my spirituality they're part part of my spiritual my spiritual practices for myself and and for me to stay on track and keeping a good good space um both physically mentally and actually soulfully so on all three levels um but even in July when I wasn't able to practice because I had COVID my practices brought me a new sense of perspective like I still had that clarity of mind I could still think things through although my body needed a lot of rest um and then again when we had two people pass away very quickly I haven't been able to pick up. I've really started back on my practices. I'd say properly now, January. And those two passings away happened on the 30th and the 31st of October. So that's been what, November, December, two months really of very intermittent, and I say very intermittent practices, you know, a few um, a few breathwork sessions, a couple of gong sessions, and a little bit of journaling and sporadic meditation sporadic gratitude 
all took place over that two month period and actually even as I'm saying this to myself now I can't believe that after two months I've got myself into a space where I've picked up my meditation every day I've picked up my thank you every day and I'm scanning my day with gratitude at the end of the day I'm still not doing as much as what I'd like although I have picked up some I'm doing a review at the moment so take the pressure off yourself love come on now give yourself a break I'm still not doing as much as what I think I should be doing which actually ties into this quite nicely um that I think that I should be doing and giving myself a hard time about it so we can't all ascend all at once not everything can uplift with us um but I really was doing nothing at that time and during that time I haven't become unwell my body hasn't broken down on me although my skin at the moment I'm not sure what's going on with my skin it's is it stressing me out? No, it's not stressing me out. It's caused the concern. I've got like a rash that's come up across my neck. I'm actually going to speak to my friend that listens to this, Piper, tomorrow about this because I want to see if she can advise me or something. Because my sister, the cheeky bitch, goes to me, did you know that scabies has come back? I was like, what are you saying? She goes, well, you know, like the little rashes and that that you've got over your legs and the rash that you've got over your neck? I was like, right. She goes, well, it could be, you could have scabies. I was like, sorry? She goes, scabies isn't anything to do with dirt. It's nothing to do with dirt. It's not anything to do with how clean you are. I was like, sorry, I checked out when you said scabies. Firstly, do not bring that into my energetic field. I don't have fucking scabies. And second of all, even if it isn't anything to do with cleanliness, you know, if I fucking got scabies, because it's apparently reappeared, this ancient old flipping disease that we used to have has like come back to life and is doing the rounds you know that everyone's going to think you're a right dirty ass bitch whether it's to do with flipping hygiene or not so i was like oh, sorry scabies sorry so anyway back to what i'm saying my skin has broken out a little bit at the moment and i do believe that that is down to stress but I haven't seen it in any other areas. I haven't had a severe mental breakdown yet. I've had to stop. I've had to pause. I've really had to look after myself. I've had to really accept the moments that I've been sad and that I felt sad. And I've had to honour them. I haven't ignored them. I haven't tried to push through them. So I'm not saying that I haven't been broken. But I ha- it, it's been a different type of broken to when I've been broken through not not being supported and held and not listening to myself it's just it's just been completely different and when you have practiced consistently for a long period of time and I think like coming up to two years is a long period of time and it's such a big change from how I lived my life before that you can take a break in all routine all rituals and practices even if it's not because you've had some big drama like what we had but because you want to and actually all the practices and rituals that you had in place before will still continue to support you. You don't all of a sudden fall out of energetic alignment because you stop doing something. It's taken you a long time to get to that frequency and that vibration and vibrate at that frequency for you to feel good all the time. It's not just going to fall away overnight. And I think as humans, we kind of really get ourselves tied up with, oh my God, if I stop this now, I'm going to lose it tomorrow. And I know that because when those people first passed away the first thing I did was speak to my breathwork facilitator like two days after they passed away I was like I think I need to have a breathwork session because I'm really scared that all of my practices I'm just going to lose them I'm not going to stay regulated and so I know that's where the human mind naturally falls to that if we stop something even if we've done it consistently for fucking ages that all of a sudden the benefits of that are going to go away no it took a long time for you to build that routine for you to build feeling good around that for that thing to feel wholesome and fill you up it took a long time for that to become ingrained and work and take hold it's not just going to disappear overnight i'm not saying that you can stop doing it for years and it's always going to be there but i'm saying that if you need a short break from something the benefits from it aren't going to disappear overnight which i think as humans we kind of we kind of beat ourselves up with and that also brings me on to that our practices sometimes need to change like I just said to you earlier on like oh I'm not doing as much as what I think I should be doing exactly I'm keeping in myself I'm keeping myself in an old paradigm all of those things that I did at the beginning of my journey were to dig me out of a very deep hole I'd gone through a sudden energetic spiritual awakening I was flawed and fucked so my 
practices needed to be really rigid. They needed to be really scheduled. There needed to be a lot of them because I was so, I think, in a void underneath the world somewhere. Like I've never felt so empty and broken that I needed to do a lot of stuff very quickly to raise my energetic vibration. Like at that point in 2021, when I had that breakdown, I was suicidal. I was suicidal. I was having very dark thoughts. I didn't want to get out of bed. So my practices then are going to look really freaking different to how they look now because I don't need all of that poured into making me feel like a whole functioning person. And again, it might have come to the point that I don't need all of the things that I was doing spiritually every day to keep my my frequency and vibration where it is now. But it might also be that come March time, I'm looking at new spiritual practices and rituals and routines to elevate and expand me for the next part of my journey but right now where I am the practices that I've got are supporting what I need so we just I just that was a really big lesson for me this year that sometimes our practices need to change and sometimes it's okay to rest routines not routines not routines we need routine and structure but rituals will I do because I've got ADHD I think rituals and um rituals and practices it's okay to rest them it's okay down tools and rest them and I know I'm resting some at the moment because how could I do all this big exploratory internal work if I'm trying to do all the freaking raise your vibration stay in this vibration all that kind of work you know something's got to give it's winter, we're hibernating, so it's okay to rest your rituals. Um, ensure who you have <coughs> in your circle is an energetic match. Uh, maybe not, yeah, definitely who. Who you're spending your time with, you know, ener the energetic exchange. You don't want it to be imbalanced. You don't want to be taking away somebody's negativity all the time. Um, it is absolutely no good for you. But also what's coming into your energetic field is weird two conversations that I've had today funnily enough today still learning um my husband mentioned something that had taken place on the news or whatever and I tend not to watch the news I just I just don't watch it if something's supposed to come into my way of consciousness I'm going to know about it you know like I know petrol prices have gone up or actually they've gone down at the moment but when they did I didn't need to watch the news to see that we were in a cost of living crisis cucumbers had gone up petrol had gone up I didn't I didn't need to watch the news to know that I you just need to look around and know it and do I really want to understand the ins and outs as to why that's happened no because the base bottom line of that is some greedy fat cat sitting at the top has decided they want more money or is making it difficult for something to be trafficked or whatever 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 and we as the little people on the floor are being pushed to re meet that person's pockets that person's desires and aspiration for growth or it's about control so therefore we all conform and we're a controlled environment you get what i'm saying the baseline for me will always be some politicians agenda to control manipulate or get more from us for fuck all so i don't need to know the ins and outs and this the bbc says this and the itv says this and the sky news says that. I, don't, I don't care because the bottom line is is we are getting fucked and i don't need to watch the news to see that I can see it all around me when prices and things are changing. And also, I don't want that to come into my quantum field or my energetic field because I don't want my mindset to be affected by that and to be pushed into a thought of lack and to be scared and to be filled with, fueled with fear and scaremongering on how things are reported to us. So then it changes my perception of things and then my energy is lower and I'm and I'm operating on a lower frequency and vibration and it's funny because that's what I was talking to, to my sister about and my husband about today you know he mentioned something on the news I was like don't bring that into my energetic field I don't want to hear it if it's something that I'm supposed to know about it will come into my stream of consciousness just because it's important for me to know don't bring that vibration into my quantum field and my sister was talking about something else today and it wasn't her bringing negativity to me, but we were talking about a certain situation. I was like that. Actually, oh, it was the scabies. That's what it was about. This scabe, bloody hell. She said, yeah, about this scabies. I went, no, 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 no. Don't bring that into my energetic field. Don't bring that theory into my quantum energetic field. I don't 
want you to because as soon as you introduce that into my field I'm going to start stressing about it and then I'm going to manifest it don't bring it into my life so you know not only around the people that are your energy drainers that are your energy givers your people that champion you your people that put barriers and blocks up not only watch those sorts of things around you but watch you know what's coming into your stream of consciousness what you allow what you allow to be spoken into your life and what you speak into your life it's like all of those sorts of things so just ensure that what you have around you and in your circle whether that be digitally physically mentally in terms of your music just make sure all of those things are energetically aligned and a match with the frequency that you're on so nothing's pulling you out of that vibration big one that I learned this year is nothing is forever and life is for the living and that your life can change in a split second. So as I said to you, we lost two people this year. And for me, I think loss, I lost a friend last year and I really feel like I have dealt with like just serial losses one after another it just feels like such like it just feels like um I don't know what the word is I'm trying to think of I'm really trying to be articulate um I just feel like it's just been consecutive losses and emotionally that's taken such a battering um I think when Zoe passed away I really appreciated that life's really short and that it can change really quickly. Like one phone call, like that one phone call just changed my life so quickly. And then this year, to have what we had where I saw a friend on a Friday night and I genuinely believed that she was just coming home. I genuinely believed all she had. All she had was a chest infection and we were going to get her home. But on a Sunday morning from seeing her on a Friday night that she was never going to come back and it was so hard and then the following day to have a phone call that seven minutes we had seven minutes before we had a phone call to say that my father-in-law was really unwell and then seven minutes later we had a phone call back saying that he'd passed away it just this year the realization of how short life is and how quickly it can change and how much it's a gift has just been so prevalent for me and I just like it's just something that I will carry with me forward I hope now for the rest of my life because the the hurt that these three losses of course that have been so near one another I just think that's surely got to be my lesson that it's got to be that I've got to have more fuck it moments, stop comparing myself to other people, um, stop saying yes to things that I don't really want to do, stop doing things out of obligation, um, that things that I've got to have, that there's got to be more pleasure in my life over pressure, that I've got to have more fun. Um, like, you know, I'm on a weight loss journey at the moment. But you know what? The only person that's bothered about my weight is me. If I feel like I look good, who cares what the scales say? It's just stuff like that. Like it's really, it's just really made me appreciate that the choices that we can make and the things that that are out of our control that happen to us can change our life in an absolute split second and if there is something now that I really 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 want to do I kind of want to go look at where your friends are look at where your father-in-law is like live 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 so that's been sorry about that little cry fest there that's been a massive massive learning curve for me this year like huge and it's something that has taught me it's just taught me huge amounts that that life is so short and it can change so quickly be present be really present don't worry about what happened yesterday or the day before that just causes anxiety don't future trip that just causes oh got that the wrong way around actually don't keep looking back in the past 
that causes depression and don't future trip it causes us anxiety really try and be in the day be in the day the human side of us always wants to worry about the finances of tomorrow or think about how we badly behaved at that party but it doesn't serve us for that day doesn't serve us for the present moment to really try and be present um maybe i'll do a pod about that how you be present because i can't go down that rabbit hole right now we're already at like 44 minutes i'm sure some of you lot are switched off um manifestations take their time it's a process so enjoy the process as i said to you like manifestations are coming for me this year and some things i didn't even manifest have come in for me this year like it's been like wow like the universe just gives it just knows what you need right um but there are things sometimes like i was listening to a podcast earlier on and this woman had written herself a a note in 2016 one of the things that she wrote in 2016 has only come true at the end of this year that was like six years ago she didn't stop manifesting it she didn't take it off her manifestation board she knew it was coming she just didn't know when and sometimes we just have to appreciate that these things do take time there we might not be ready for that manifestation to come through it, the other things may need to happen in order for that manifestation to come through so it could be a series of mini manifestations then we realize it once we get the big one so just enjoy the process stop thinking about the outcome um old things can turn uh oh what have i written here odd thing old things odd things odd yeah they are odd but old things can return to our lives and look better so always stay open, always stay open. I've kind of learned this year. So like the, I shifted friendship groups, not shifted, but I withdrew myself from a friendship group. And I kind of thought energetically I'm done. I'm ready to pull myself away from it now. And then after the events that happened in October, they those girls really, really, really rallied around me. And, you know, like ridiculously so that they were amazing and conversations took place like that kind of quashed my old feelings about them and our relationships are all now back on track but all in a really different way like they look they look they feel the same in terms of the love and and the respect you know that we had but how they are being played out and orchestrated are really different i think that's because my boundaries are now key for me and that's another thing that i learned this year that boundaries are absolutely key so those old relationships have returned in my life at the not at the same frequency as what they were in my old life but they've returned to a far more frequency than what they than what they was when i was ready to energetically walk away and they still feel as loving as what they did it you know for old self but in a completely different way where it suits new self it's so bizarre so always kind of be open like something may change you may distance yourself from something someone or or your thought process or your perspective may change around something but be open for that to be able to re-enter your life and work with the new paradigm that you're in now because if it's supposed to be it will fit in there It will fit in there energetically and it will match your frequency. And it may look different because it matches the frequency and vibration that you're on now. And I think a key part of those changes and appreciations for the old relationships coming back into my life in a new way is where I've set my boundaries. Boundaries are absolutely key. Clearing out the old, old shit definitely brings in the new and makes you feel better. I did loads of decluttering in 2023. Firstly, my wardrobe style is changing. If I hadn't moved out that old stuff, I wouldn't be able to reinvent myself the way that I am now. I'm really loving my look at the moment. It's a bit, bit cash, a bit like, like not grungy. I'd say a bit like just really relaxed and I'm loving it. And I'm loving the cardigans that I've bought this year that go with lots of different things. I'm looking all cosy and all wintry, like a little winter Eskimo. But had I not have cleared out all the crap and vinted a load of stuff and taken a load of stuff to charity, there wouldn't have been any space for the new. Also, I've said to you energetically, the friendships that have come back in my life are starting to look very different. If I hadn't cleared out my old negative behaviours, negative thought processes 
putting new boundaries. They wouldn't have been able to come back in. I wouldn't have created the space, you know, where I'd raised my self-worth and I've removed some of those old systems that are working in the background. If I hadn't removed that, they wouldn't have been able to come back in my life in this new way and look energetically fresh and feel different um, if I hadn't cleared all that stuff. So definitely clearing out old <clears throat> things that don't serve us, whether that be possessions, whether that be you know, debts, whether that, you know, your finances, sorting out your finances, whether that be old, the old stories that we tell ourselves, the way that we speak to ourselves, the things that we're going to accept, you know, sorting out our self-worth and where we see ourselves and how much we value ourselves. Um, clearing all those things will support new things, better things coming in. I mentioned this one earlier on pleasure over pressure. I learned that massively through losing people this year um procrastination procrastination is a form of self-sabotaging behavior but it's also a form of protection over perfectionism but it's also because i seriously procrastinate a huge amount i did not know this this was a really big lesson for me because i said to you earlier on i think i've got adhd my sister has said it to me like probably the last 10 years um, and I was always like, no, 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 I'm on the go. I'm in a 60, 60 hour a week job. And then I've got to go to the gym and then I've got to do this. And then I've got to do that. Like, I didn't, don't know how to sit my ass down, really. Um, and today, even like because we were at spa for the last day and a half, uh, even I've noticed that my relaxation, like today I was feeling a bit more energised. So I was like, oh, I can't, can't sit for that long. Like, what should I do? Or oh, listen to a podcast. Maybe, maybe I'll uh, get up. I'll go for a swim, go for a steam, go for a sauna. Because I actually find it hard to relax. I did meditate there then. Calmed myself right down. And I was like, oh, I can relax now. But I have noticed that I do have a problem with relaxing, even when I'm not doing a 60 hour job. And then putting myself under the ridiculous amount of pressure of having to like, do the gym goals, do the food goals, do the mum goals, do the this goals, you know, like living in that matrixy, you know, that 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 bit that I'd got myself stuck into. I've come away from that now. <clears throat> I have still noticed that I have an issue around sitting and relaxing and not doing um, that. Um, I'd agree with my sister that I do have ADHD and that I can switch conversations. And there's other bits that I've started to notice about myself um, that I think whilst it's self-diagnosed i definitely do have some form of adhd that um i didn't realize that procrastination although it hasn't been proven just yet is heavily linked with adhd people that have adhd i didn't know that so that's a really key thing for me to understanding myself this year like when i'm when i'm working with intention and i'm intentionally living me understanding that i'm a procrastinator is really going to help with my intentional living and then how i can break myself out of the procrastination cycle because it's it is a habit it's a self-sabotaging behavior how i can break that and break through that because i've done it for years and move away from using that as a coping mechanism in my life so yeah i just thought i'd share that with you communication care compassion and kindness is fucking key like it just goes without saying, but obviously since this through this time, my husband and my our relationship has improved significantly because we are both being so kind and so caring and compassionate to one another that it's literally transformed our relationship. Our relationship looks our relationship looks so freaking different. And I'm not gonna lie, the word divorce was banded about a few times last year. Seriously as well, not 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 fucking about. And we're in a, I don't feel like we've ever had each other's backs this much. I feel like it's been years since we've been this loving and kind towards one another. Like, he's my human. He's really had my back. I hope he feels like I've had his. Um, and all of that has come out of these two people passing away so quickly. His dad and my best friend. Close friend. I don't like that word, best friend. Close friend of 25 years, you know, long life friend family and because we're both firstly in excruciating pain we both know exactly what each other's going through we kind of really know what exactly exactly what each other needs and we have been like on it like we've been a proper team so it's just really echoed like that back to me like communication like we've really been on it with our communication we've really cared for each other we're showing each other so much 
compassion and kindness that has really transformed our relationship which also brings me to the next thing like when you love something it multiplies so when you really pour your love into something you love into something you just get more and more and more of it back and i think that's key piece to manifesting and i will talk more about that nearer march but like if you're trying to bring something into your life that you currently don't have or you have it and you want more of it you really have to feel the feeling of how that feels in love for you to bring it to you energetically um so i just yeah those two things i've learned this year and dare to dream big dare to dream big the manifestations coming in shouldn't be the thing right the manifestations are just the byproduct of the process so dream big and take the aligned action for the dream because that is the fun bit and our dreams and our desires are not essential for us to live okay water is essential for us to live air is essential for us to live, food is essential for us to live, but our dreams and our desires are not essential for us to live. They are the fun part of our life. Our desires and our dreams, we desire to go on a holiday, we desire to have nice shoes, we desire to have that car, we desire to have more downtime and peace, I desire to go to a spa. They are the fun bits of our life. It's not essential to our living. So dare to dream big and enjoy the process of getting there because that is where we will have the fun okay so they are my lessons if you like and there were so many many more for me but they were my key lessons of 2020 and i hope that's helped you think about what are your key lessons like guys review yourself at the moment get out that spiritual will see where you are allow that to identify your blocks so i didn't grow as much financially in this area so what's blocking me what's being shown to me in my in my reality what's being mirrored back at me they are the things that i need to work on they are the things that are holding me back what are the old paradigms running in my head what are the old stories that i have on loop so use this time to start reviewing you maybe what i'll do next week is i'll go through that will and how we can identify blocks and what that looks like like i'm really keen to jump on the intermittent fasting pod only because i'd started it in october i think october and we have only done one part of it but also right now that kind of doesn't feel like it's the right time to do it um so let's see where we get with that like i have read the chapter two and chapter three now highlighted absolutely everything i've made keynotes in the margins against it of what i want to discuss with you but let's just see what the next couple of wing wings wings the next couple of wings brings next couple of weeks brings my lovelies but because we've got up to 57 minutes i'm not going to do the card pull and then i kind of think oh i should i should i should always give them a card pull okay let me give you a card pull one momento i give you a card pull i just need to find my glasses so what does the Campbelly Campbell say? She stitched me up last time, didn't she? Oh, one fell out straight away. The Great Severing. Mars energy, anger, conflict, softening love. Actually, is Mars in play at the moment with um astrologically? Why do I feel like it is? Let me just have a little look in the book. I do think Mars is hanging about at the moment, isn't it? Oh, it's always hanging about. You know what I mean? But I think it's squaring something. No. No, I know Venus is. Venus and Saturn. Maybe, guys, I just made that up. I do like to do things sometimes. Just like to have a little makeup, makeup there. Right, so what does the Great Severing tell us? Let's see what Campbelly Campbelly says. Um... Let's just see. Can I find her? Oh, no. We're going to have to go back to the index. We're going to have to go back to the number index. People at the front of the book, I'm afraid. One moment. Um, of course, I can't see it straight away, can I? Because that would just be too easy, wouldn't it? Just too freaking easy. Oh, I'll tell you what. There is one thing that I've started doing that drives everyone mad. I like doing... um. I like doing that accent, just like doing it, like going like, I've drunk a bit too much tonight, or, you know, what you're doing, love, I can't find it, guys, oh, The Great Severing, page 72, right, this is a shadow card, shut up, 
what were we talking about? See, the Campbell's not let me down. Well, let's read it before I start getting excited. This is a shadow card. One that may feel confrontational. Don't be afraid. It's here to bring to the surface anything that's standing in the way of letting love in. What did I tell you? It's time for review. Time for review. She agrees with me. Um, the worrying, the worrying pl planet of Mars is a constant reminder that it's important to soften, forgive, and find our way back to love. And I did say, didn't I? What did I say in this? Compassion, kindness, doing the things that we love. When we love, something multiplies. I did say that. Oh my God, this is so exciting. There are many human, there are many human things. Oh my God, I'm reading that wrong. There are many things in the human experience that make it difficult for our heart and our soul to stay open to the never ending source of love. And I did stay, say, stay open. We're all wounded and our unconscious words inflict wounds on others. It can feel like a never ending dance we can never escape if we aren't careful. Before long, we'll see the world as a scary, dangerous place where fear and anxiety roam free. If this card surfaces, it could be for two reasons. Firstly, for you to acknowledge the difficult emotions, situations, conflicts, wounds and fears that are causing you pain and anxiety. And secondly, for you to find your way back to love. So at the moment, we're doing that right. If we're following a seasonal life plan or living intentionally or cyclically, whatever you want to call it. We at the moment should be excavating. We should be doing the shadow work. So we should be looking at all of those situations that have caused us emotional blocks, physical blocks that are draining us physically, mentally and emotionally. How we speak to each other, the old stories that we keep running on repeat in our head that prevent us from moving forward. You know, our subconscious li limiting beliefs that that prevent us basically that are causing emotional blocks in our lives. This is the time. And, and that will be old situations, circumstances, um, wounds, conflicts that have taken place, you know. So looking at all of those things and it might be that we need to, and I'm most certainly doing that at the moment, we need to address those and acknowledge that they're there and then work through them. And secondly, as I've said, you know, the more we love things, the more they multiply. So we always need to find our way back to our heart centre, which is love, because we'll see things through a different paradigm. Um when we're hurt, it's normally too, it's normal to close off our heart to the world, to let painful experience confirm the agony of separation in earthly life, soften and find your way back to love anyway. When fear, anxiety and paranoia paralyse you, it's normal to want to hide away from others and the world. Come out of your cave and soften your heart anyway. We're all innocent children spinning our way around the world. Find a way to see the innocence in all people, especially yourself. So starseed soul inquiries, how are we cutting ourselves off from love? How can we soften to the, towards those that have hurt us? I hope that made sense. Anywho, I'm going, I'm tired and it's time for me to check out of the building. But I hope you have an amazing week ahead. And uh all the best for the calendar, new calendar year of 2024. And uh, as I always say, guys, journey with grace and forever expand. Oh my God, I had to share this with you. The bottom card on the deck was the void. And I thought, oh, I'll just read that, see what that is. And I don't often look at the bottom card of the deck. So let me share this with you. The void. Stop, embrace winter, great cosmic womb. Everything and nothing exists in the void. It's where all life begins and ends. It's the winter and the womb, the fertile darkness where all things originate and all seeds grow, comforting and intimidating, freeing and daunting. It can feel both overwhelmingly small and huge. The void is where faith lives. The void is the the message of the void is to surrender to the unknown, to allow fertile the fertile darkness of nothingness to nourish the new seeds growing within you, regardless of whether you know what they'll one day become. You're being called to surrender to the mystery of what's next, to rest and to allow the winter of your life to do the work, to hand over your control and trust that because you can't see what's happening beneath the surface, it doesn't mean things aren't working. 
The greatest weavings happen when we find a way to surrender and trust that our life is being knitted for us right beneath the surface. What did I say about manifestation earlier on? In ways unknown and unknowable, now is time to cultivate faith and allow deep, deep rest. Remember I said restful rituals. The void often surfaces at the end of a chapter or life phase when we're called to let go of all that is known all that we know and identify with our self-sabotaging behaviors our subconscious limiting beliefs you know all of those things are old stories that we tell ourselves oh my god this card just so confirms it when you're in the void it can feel scary and it does when we're doing that emotional work it does feel scary and it and as if you should be doing something however when this card appears it's a it's a sure sign that the most productive thing to do is relinquish relinquish control and surrender to chain to the changing mystery of your life so the starseed soul inquiry is how are you being called to surrender to the unknown mystery of your life and i think for me at the moment i'm relinquishing control over my my rituals and practices i'm kind of going with the flow i'm doing the internal work which is addressing the old paradigms that didn't suit me. And I'm not starting anything new at the moment. I'm not being super productive. I'm being super restful and going to bed early and having days in bed if I fancy it and, and not beating myself up about it. So what are you doing that allows you to like kind of meet that star-souled inquiry that RC, the Rebecca Campbell, I'm just going to refer to her as RC from now on, has asked us. Anywho, really is time out now. Checking out the building. You can hear it in my voice. I've lost a few frequencies, vibrational notes in my voice because I was getting tired. So I'm going to go. I'm going to check out. Have an amazing week. And I can't sign off without saying it because it's just like a thing now. Journey gracefully and forever expand.